Six of the Dreadfisters podcast. I'm your host, as always. I'm Tyler. And joining me is the man, the myth, the legend himself, Sir Colonel Gable. What's up, buddy? Hey, Tyler. I'm doing pretty damn good right about now. I just went through a couple hours of doing a major play session on the Switch, trying to finish up things before our Game of the Year podcast. It's coming pretty soon. As a recording now, we're going to be recording stuff next week in corresponding nature obviously (laughs) but uh other than that though it was pretty much a solid week of work solid week of finding boxes and stuff and it's definitely going to be a solid upcoming week of deciding what's in what's out before i go and move into this new house because quite literally as soon as we get done recording Game of the Year stuff, more than likely, I'm packing things up, and the first part of the year, I'm going to be set up in this new house. Well, oh. yeah, so for the podcasting portion, I guess it's, it kind of works out timing-wise for for you, as far as oh, uh, yeah, yeah. moving and Game of the Year stuff goes. But, uh, yeah, it's cool. Definitely, it's definitely going to be like a brand new year, and all of a sudden I'm going to be finishing some games or something like that, like first part of the year, it's like a new settings, new surroundings. So just doing like a basic last hurrah of stuff before getting out of this house that I'm renting right now and into something in another town. It's like, holy crap, you know? Yeah. <laughs> That's cool, man. It's definitely going to be a big uh, big change for you then next year. Yeah, most definitely. All right. So anyway, Tyler, how have you been doing? Um, okay. It's um, Saturday night, as always, for us when we record. Um, it's almost the holiday season. So that's, uh, well, I guess it's the holiday season, but it's almost Christmas. Oh, yeah. So that's exciting. Um, had a lot, you know, a lot going on this week. A lot of big things going on. We got, uh, sister got an, another new car. Uh, new, new, what? new car. Yeah. Uh, her car took, wow. took a dump uh, a couple weeks ago. So we got, just pulled some money together and got her a new car for Christmas. Oh, that's yeah. sweet. Not a, not a new car, but new, like I said, yeah, new yeah, to us car. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So we, uh. My parents and I put our money together and got our car, so that's nice. Um, way more money than I, I planned on spending on her for Christmas. Uh, <laughs> well, there's a Christmas gift, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, here's a couple hundred bucks for Christmas. You know, that was my plan. Give her a couple hundred dollars cash. She's, you know, she's 18 now, almost 19. Uh, yeah. Did not plan to expend the amount that I did spend. But, you know, it's whatever. Uh, it's better for all of us. That way she doesn't use my car to go everywhere uh, when I'm home. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm doing okay. Uh, like I said, almost Christmas, almost New Year's. Uh, I started, uh, it's kind of funny. I, I posted on Twitter and I was actually, I was texting Justin about this, uh, earlier today, but, um, I was on my computer, um, working on, I like, I, I made my, uh, like I do, I've been, I, I started doing it last year. I'm doing it again this year. I made my own, uh, Google docs for all of our, in the, uh, all of our game of the year stuff and, yeah. uh, listening to Spotify just like I was last year, actually. Um, Putting everything together, trying to plan things out, what, what I want to say, bullet points, blah, blah, blah. And while I'm listening to it, they have, like, every week on there, they have, like, a Discover Weekly um, yeah. uh, playlist to put together for you, which is really cool. It's like, hey, you like this music, so maybe you like this stuff. I always find really cool music on there, and I always, always check it out. I don't know when it comes out, but I always check it out when, uh, every week to listen to all the music on there. Uh, and it just so happened, while I was listening to it, uh, the soundtrack 
uh, from one of the songs from Celeste popped up onto uh, um, up on my Spotify, and <laughs> I'm just like, oh, uh, minor spoilers for next week. Uh, that's going to be on some stuff that we talk about uh, for me oh, personally. Yeah. Oh yeah. So um, yeah, I'm like, oh, his <laughs> Spotify dog's barking. <laughs> um, Spotify <laughs> knows me too well, uh, and it's scary that uh, as I'm working on game of the year stuff uh celeste pops celeste's music pops up so uh yeah thought that was kind of kind of a cool thing a cool coincidence slash a scary thing that happened uh the internet's a scary place people um here's everything uh but yeah i'm doing okay um but speaking of celeste gables yeah you uh you mentioned earlier you're playing a little bit uh tell us tell us oh, yeah. uh, kind of how your, your playstation is going all right so when the last I left off with Celeste, I had did in one play session from chapters one to halfway through three. Now in between then and stuff, I had a little bit of an extended break from playing Celeste, but for some odd reason, I've been watching all sorts of various like uh, internet videos on YouTube while packing stuff today, cleaning out stuff, and uh, a lot of the game of the year stuff have been going through and reminding me of Celeste, and that's definitely it's definitely a game. That when I first started to play, I felt like I had a good feel of it. Definitely felt familiar, like other games of that type that I've played before. You know, like the whole hard platformers, you know, stuff like that. But now I had a new, renewed passion to try to go forth and try to finish this game by the end of this year. And so far, so good, as I've went through the other half of Chapter 3... When you're in that hotel, mm-hmm. I had previously switched off the whole meter for the uh, the climbing portion and stuff because it kind of got sort of complicated for me because I started having a little bit more difficulty managing the meter on top of trying to terrain the platforms and stuff and dodge this and that. So it made it a little bit easier for me, but intentionally, the auto-assist stuff, I just turned off completely because I like just the... Uh, I just kind of like the feel of having sort of a traditional sort of thing, but uh, at this moment in time, I've played so much of Celeste today, and to be perfectly honest, to put it into perspective, before today, I had only put close to an hour inside that game, got through the first three chapters. Flash forward to now, and I'm almost like four hours into this game, I'm like, holy crap, I played a lot of it. <laughs> so at at this moment in time, I completed chapter three, four, five, six, and at this moment in time, I feel like I'm over halfway through seven. That's what I'm understanding to be the final chapter. So I'm already at specific plot points. I'm already past certain like uh, spoiler territory type of stuff. But long story short, if you're all even on the fence about Celeste, trust me, it is a fantastic game. I mean, you can obviously, honestly, you can ask Tyler about it too, but it's like, just discovering it myself, like, why this game is considered so good and one of the top contenders of the year, including winning, like, many type of indie awards and stuff this past year, even at the Game Awards back a few weeks ago, it's definitely got the total package of feel. It has solid gameplay. It's got solid gameplay. It works directly to your favor. There's a lot of options to tweak and manipulate things so you can go through and complete the game at your pace. It's pretty much set for a mobile experience. It feels like playing Celeste is more tailor-made to the Switch in and of itself, 
or just mobile in general because it's so approachable when it comes to going through and just playing a few levels or playing parts of levels here, doing like an autosave or just save and quit. And then once you do restart the game, it's right back where you left off. I love how smooth that is. Personally, I just love how smooth that is. A few times I've had to look upon YouTube to see where I, <laughs> what I could do to figure out some portions because I can figure out most of what the little puzzles are, are doing, but there were some times inside, well, chapter four and chapter five that I have completely like uh, like spaced what I could do at this point. At the later levels, it feels like sometimes that you get lost in some aspects, but. Uh, it really wasn't that much a deterrence from the experience itself. I mean, gosh, the gameplay and even like the the fidelity of how the game looks, the sort of minimalistic style of approach and like level design, it's so ingenious and creative that I'm considerably this like I'm wanting to go back and play a little bit more. But the cherry on top obviously is the other type of aesthetics that continually like impress me in terms of the atmosphere of this game. Like, for example, the music is spot on. It's fantastic. It's moody. It definitely adds to the whole atmosphere of Celeste very well, in my opinion. The story also is fantastic. I mean, I'm surprised how good this story is cohesively in terms of, say, like things like mental illness, like things like, say, anxiety, like depression stuff and everything else. It's tasteful. That's what I like about it. There are games previously that have been released that kind of tackle some bits of the subject but don't really delve really into it there are some that uh, maybe go a little bit too far into it but don't do a great job of trying to explain what exactly things are in terms of that aspect but in this game celeste you're basically the whole general purpose of this game is to climb a mountain but in terms of climbing a mountain there is so much more layer of depth inside just this single experience what starts off as climbing a mountain, and it just pretty much evolves into, like, say, self-battle between yourself and, like, everything else. And then it's, like, add on the complexity of levels, add on the aesthetics of, like, how the game visually is designed and how the music just, can, like, cohesively just blends together the experience of itself. Just makes Celeste different and sets it in a pedestal higher than some of the indie games that I have played personally this year. I mean, I've played plenty of fun games. I mean, plenty of games released this year. I've replayed a bunch of games during the past couple of years and stuff. But this one definitely feels like this is a generational style of game that people are not going to forget about anytime soon. Because it's that good and does a great job of doing what it does well. So, honestly, I feel like I am going to finish this game sometime soon, if not by the end of this weekend. Because... I owe it upon myself to finish this fantastic game. <laughs> but it's like what I'm saying before. If you, and this is definitely something that uh, I didn't think I was going to say, but yeah, this is definitely one of those games where if you even get like some bits of like gift card stuff on Christmas, or if you get like paid pretty soon or something like that, this is a must play game. This is definitely a must play game on any platform you have it on. Hell, next month, when Xbox Live Gold, this is going to be a little bit of spoiler stuff, but when Xbox Live Games yeah. with Gold comes out, Celeste is going to be a free game on that freaking service. 
that's awesome. For any Xbox fans, pick that game up, play it through. It's a blast from the past, and it's a fantastic experience. I don't care what platform you play this game on, it's definitely a must-play regardless. So, other than that, though, I have played other types of games. I mean, I've definitely streamed more of Dragon Ball Fighters, getting a little bit more familiarized with uh, the characters that I'm doing in and of itself, watching YouTube videos and other players and breaking down certain aspects. It still impresses me the layer of depth I'm learning and experiencing with that fighting game. It feels like every time that I power it on, <laughs> I boot up the game and I just, just screw around or something with combos or with certain characters or something like that. Then going through random arcade modes or just going online with rank matches. Jeez. I just didn't think that once that game released earlier on this year, late January, I'd still be playing it to this extent. But that's pretty much what I was talking about last week, too, in regards to that game. But other than that, I dab a little bits of Smash Brothers here and there. Nothing like too fancy and stuff. But, uh, let's see. I tried playing a little bit of Dead by Daylight a couple days ago. Just played a couple of matches. Did a, Just went forth and tried to install different types of patches on the Steam version of it. Which, by the way, when I checked my Steam profile for the first time in quite a while, I had learned from one of my friends... That uh, I hadn't been on Steam in like 230-something days. <laughs> Which, that's pretty rare for me to be gone from a service that long. But it was pretty close to around the 300-day mark. <laughs> and so I just powered it on, updated the game and stuff. But, uh, yeah, played a few matches of Dead by Daylight. The game... Honestly, is patched to extent now where I feel like it's manageable for me to play with a controller. And the major problems I've had with Dead by Daylight this year in general is the the haphazard like support for the controllers in general. Like I would try to play on my DualShock 4 or on my Xbox One wired controller that I'd have and uh, it wouldn't work. Or the frame rate issues that were plaguing the this version of the game for me. Like, from the get-go, there are certain fidelity stuff that I ran through, and I and just wouldn't work on my computer because, quite frankly, my computer is way back from, like, 2013 and all the other drivers, even though they're updated, still kind of run the game like crap. <laughs> but I fixed some bits of, like, frame rate issues with it. But the last thing I did is I downloaded the Epic Game Store on my computer, downloaded... I at least bought Subnautica that was free on there. So, hopefully I'll get a chance to try it out sometime. But, yeah, that's pretty much what I've been playing <laughs> this week. All right, man. Very cool. I mean, to jump back into the um, Celeste real quick, though, I, I, I pretty much completely agree with you on all that about what you said. Um, about, I mean, it's definitely, it's got to be the best indie game of the year. Uh, I don't yes. really know if there's any real... I mean, there's been some good ones that come out this year, but I don't know if there's any real competition for that. But, I mean, not only is it maybe probably the best... In, it, it, it is the best indie game of the year. Um, I think most people will, will agree to that. Um, yes. It's probably one of the best games of the generation. I agree 100%. And that's not taking things lightly. There have been some fantastic indie games that have been released... Since the releasing of, like, you know, the Switch, the three, the Xbox One, the PS4, you know, just 
that generation of consoles in and of itself, even on the Wii U as well. And this is definitely fits among the absolute best oh, yeah. of the indie games released that are ranked upon the generation, you know? Yeah. This is definitely one of those best games. Yeah, when you look at, like, Firewatch, Inside, Valiant Hearts, uh, Child of Light. And Hyperlight Drifter. Hyperlight Drift. Ooh, don't you... Don't be putting words <laughs> in my mouth. It's it. Ooh, ooh. Ooh, you almost, I almost finished it. I almost finished it. Ooh, Gables. Uh, <laughs> son of a bitch. Um, yeah, no, I mean, it's. It, I think that's what makes it kind of stand out more, and it's it's cool to see that. Um, you know, you've been seeing a lot of uh, uh, game of the year stuff coming out. Um, like IGN's done there. There's a lot of people. I've been seeing a lot of uh, people like in the industry like post their personal like favorite games of the year, and to see a game that came out in January, an indie game that came out in January, mind you, uh, still be in people's you know top ten list, top five list. Um, but to be like, it's pretty much across the board. I'm seeing people like it's in the top, you know, mostly in the top three or four every every yeah. like, some, some people's game of the year. Uh, so that, I think that's what that's what's really great about this game. Um, I mean, or no, it was, no, this isn't what makes the game great, but it's, it's cool to see that. Um, you know, it, there's games, AAA games that come out in January, or February, beginning of the year that get forgotten about, and a game that is made by a handful of people is remembered 12 months later is really cool to see. Yeah. And just like I said today, like it's just it's crazy coincidence. I'm working on Game of the Year stuff. You're playing Celeste, and Celeste pops up on my Spotify. Uh, it's just yep. kind of crazy. Um, internet's it's creepy sometimes, but also awesome. Um, but uh, that's cool, man. Uh, I'm glad to see you jump back into that. And uh, can't wait to – I hope you beat it. You, sounds like you're, you are very close. Uh, oh, yeah. And I, I can't wait. Can't wait to hear your thoughts when uh, when you do beat it. Um, but for me, I, I've also played a, a couple of indie games this week as well. Um, just trying to, uh, just like you, trying to complete the last of kind of like what's on my backlog right now of games that I think could be right. potential contenders for uh, game of the year. Uh, I finished one. I started another. Um, first up, I, I mentioned it last week. Uh, and I mentioned a few times before that, but a game that came out uh, this last friday uh i believe it's g-r-i-s i believe it's gris uh, i've heard gris, i've heard yeah. i've heard a million different ways of saying it but uh when people review it i've, I've heard i've heard people pronounce it grease uh and gris and a couple other ways too. it's supposed to it's supposed to be meaning like in another language for the word gray yeah you know, like the color gray yep which um makes complete sense uh because of the, the game starts off like pretty much everything is gray or like a, a white uh, and it is, you know, in the way I've described it in the past, it's like a 2d journey. And I, 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 a lot of people, I think have felt that way too, going into it. Like, uh, the music isn't, uh, the music is really good. Don't wrong, but it's not there all the time. Like it is in journey, um, where I always, th- I always felt like a journey was like the, um, the Fantasia. If you, people remember that old Disney movie, um, yep. it, it, that's always, whenever I play that game, for some reason, that's why I think of whenever I play that game. Or when I, when I think about that game, I think about that movie, and I think for a lot of us, we we we've tried to find that journey esque game. Like you don't, I mean, you don't see that that that's a once in a generation or maybe once in a lifetime type of game, you know. Uh, but we want to see something that reminds us of that, and I think that's what uh, when people saw this, saw the trailer came out a few months ago for it, like, like okay, this could be something that's really close to. It. We've had, we've seen a few things that try to do it. There was that um, I can't remember what's called. 
Uh, I didn't really care for it. I know Justin liked it quite a bit, though. It was like a, a underwater version of the game. I can't remember what it's called, but it came out like a year or two ago. Mm. Um, but it was Abzu. The, Abzu, thank you. Uh, yes, uh, it, and it's actually from people that people that split from that game company, uh, which is actually the name of the company, that game company. Um, split off, and that was the first game they made. Um, so it kind of made sense that it had that same style. But uh, I've only played for like an hour, so I I have not. I heard it's 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 a decent size, decent length game, not like twenty hours or anything. But I heard it's it's a it's three or four hour length game. Uh, but I've only played an hour of it. Um, it definitely has some of the feels of that, like the way it starts. Like within ten minutes of the game, you're like you're sliding uh, down like a, a hill, which mm-hmm. immediately reminds me of Journey when you're doing the same thing in the desert, sliding down, and yeah. like, you're it's like turns 2d and you're staring off to the sun and you can see the sun. And it's the same thing when the sun's behind you in this case. Um, and immediately like it, like if you didn't think of journey when you're, if you played journey and you're playing this game, if you weren't thinking of journey at that point, now you are, uh, for sure. Um, um, but it's definitely, it's, it's a little more of a, uh, it's, it's definitely more of a puzzle platformer, but it's, it's barely a, uh, it's it's a puzzle platform, but it's very simple. Like you know, what you have to do you're just kind of going with the motions, kind of thing. Uh, it's very beautiful. Like, like I said, it starts off when you're. It's like everything's white or gray, and then as you go, you unlock abilities and like things. Uh, like now, like things are turning red um, as I progress, and I, I'm assuming uh, things turn different, different colors. It, it reminds me of like almost like Reverse Limbo, where in Limbo, like everything was black and dark. Uh, and the only things that were, were like a light color was the uh, main character's eyes. And in this game, uh, everything is like white um, or, um, yeah, white or gray, except for the the main character's hair, which is uh, like a light blue. Uh, right. Oops, sorry, I hit my mic there. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm enjoying it going through it. It's like I said, it's 2D, side scroller, uh, very beautiful music. Look, the game is gorgeous. The way, just the way, just looking at it. Uh, is very pleasing, um, but I'm gonna keep playing it. I'm not like hooked on like I was like Journey. Uh, like Journey, I, I I started playing it and I knocked it out and played through. And it was it was easy to do. I think it's like an hour and a half uh, in this game. Like I said, I'm about an hour in. Uh, I need to just hunker down and play it. But uh, I I've definitely enjoyed of what I played of it so far. I think it's like a fifteen dollars or so. Um, so it's not crazy expensive. You know, it's not super cheap, but it's not crazy expensive either. Um, so I would say if you are looking for something like, uh, like a journey-esque or something like that, or just kind of like, it's just a very soothing game. Uh, like there's not a lot of stress, there's no pressure. It's just like, if you want to just pop a game in and let, and just relax, uh, and enjoy some good music and something nice to look at for a little while, uh, this is something for you. Um, and then the other game I played, it's a game I've talked about quite a bit over the last, um, handful of months when we talk about games we want to play or games a pile of shameless, whatever. Um, I picked this game up months and months ago. Uh, came out towards the beginning of the year. I want to say in like February or March. Uh, it's it's actually a mobile mobile game. Uh, I think this might be the first time outside of Pokemon Go that we talk about a mobile game on the show. Uh, but it's a game called Florence. It, uh, it is, hmm. I think it's like, I don't know what it is now. I think when I picked it up, it was like 3 or $4. Uh, but it is a game that you can complete and... About a half an hour. It's not super long. Uh, I finally hunkered down, played it today. 
Uh, I meant to actually, I remember I was going to play it when I was on my trip to Vegas, but I was so exhausted, it just didn't happen. Um, but finally hunkered down today, played it. Uh, this game uh, is about a woman named Florence, and it's all about her, like, the beginning and the end of a relationship, like, the whole process of a relationship. So, uh, it starts off, and the game, the way it's, it's done is, is, is really well done. Where like So, it starts off, um, and it's kind of like a graphic novel, I guess, and... Starts off like, oh, it's a normal day in her life. And it's just kind of a Monday and she's just going with the motions type of thing. Like, her alarm goes off. And you actually have to tap the alarm, the uh, the button to turn the alarm off. And you're snoozing it, snoozing it, snoozing it, snoozing it. It's like her alarm goes up at 7, but she don't get out of bed until almost 8. And she, you, know, you got to brush her teeth. And it's like, it's all, it's, it's, like I said, the game is very short. But it's um, going through the, like, the motions. She goes to work and you got like, you kind of got to do like some very simple puzzles to get her through her work day. And it's, but it's, it's all like, you could tell she's just kind of like, she's not really happy. Uh, and she's just, you know, you're like I said, you're just going with the motions of life at this point. You're in a bit of a rut. And one day she is riding her bike. Um, and she hears some music. Oh no. So she sees this guy playing some music on the street and she's like, Oh, I really like this music. And a couple days later, she's riding her bike, uh, gets in a bike accident, like a very stereotypical, like romantic comedy moment where, the guy comes over and helps her pick up all of her stuff and helps her up. And uh, the, the uh, like I said, the woman's name is Florence. I think I believe the guy's name is Chris. Uh, and it's kind of cool how the whole process goes. So like it starts off and they're all broken up. I think it's like twenty chapters, and it goes into like the first date. And it's it's really cool where like uh, there's no like there's no uh, voice acting, but there's also no like there's like little text blocks that pop up, but there's no words. So, kind of how the process goes is, like, so you're on the first date, and uh, I, know, I know most of us, if not all of us, have been on a first date before, uh, but it's always a little awkward, and you don't know what to talk about. So, the way it kind of comes up is, like, the little bubble pops up, but there's no words. The um, the bubble is broken up into puzzle pieces, and if it starts off, there's, there's ten pieces, and you got to put the pieces together to continue the conversation, and it goes like that on and on, and as the dates, as the first date and also dates go along... The, the pieces become, all right, now it's no longer 10, it's 8. Oh, now it's 6, now it's 4, now it's 2. Now it's just one big block. So, like, the, just, like, the the um, chemistry and the, the, the feelings for each other, like, it, it just moves along a lot better. So it's just kind of cool how that happens, like, where it's like, oh, it's awkward, and oh, now I'm comfortable, so the pieces are a little less. And now we're just kind of talking, and it's just going. It's just going boom, 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 boom. And it, it continues on. And the, the relationship progresses, and these like I said, it's only like a half an hour game, so it's like I said, it, it's it's hard to talk about without spoiling. Uh, but it goes along, and then it's like okay, then they have like their first real fight as a, as a couple, and then the pieces. So it's no longer one now. It's like the text blocks aren't just like are one big piece now. Now they're three pieces, but they're like jagged edges. They're no longer like puzzle pieces, and like oh, they make up, they're fine, and it just goes along this whole process of. Um, really well done storytelling. Uh, like I said, there's no voice acting. There's some really good, mu- great, fantastic music. I think uh, just up like up there with Gris. Uh, really good music. Celeste. It's not on Celeste's level, but it's really good. I think as well. It's up. It's 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 in the ballpark at least. Um, but you know, it was a game I've heard about months months ago. When it's been sitting on my my phone forever now. Uh, finally, I'm just sitting there. I'm like, ah, yeah, I got a half hour to kill. I'm gonna check it out. And played it and 
all in one session. It's easy. That's probably the best way to do it. It's on uh, Android and iOS now, uh, by the way. Um, but really well done game. I don't really play mobile games much. I play Pokemon Go more as just like it's a thing I do more than it's fun to do uh, thing at this point. So uh, yeah, I, I I'm really I really enjoyed it. Uh, I like to see, I like to see more. If there's more stuff like this, I like to play more of it because I really enjoy this. But it's a it's a really cool uh, a game and uh, unique. It's a unique experience. Um, so yeah, if you guys you know if you're interested in stuff like that and you, you know, obviously like most of us all have, have smartphones. Uh, check this game out. It's super cheap. Um, it's only a couple bucks. Uh, it might be cheaper now than when it was when I picked it up months ago. Uh, but yeah, liked it a lot. Big thumbs up for me. Um, but that's all I have been playing. Uh, all right, well, Gables, uh, let's jump into some of our topics this week. Uh, okay. You know, it's a, it's been, you know, it's a little slow now. We're in the holiday season. Uh, but, you know, a couple things are going on. Uh, a lot of lawsuits, oddly, going on right now. Um, I know, right? Uh, the first one, uh, and it's 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 the first of, uh, well, it's for Fortnite, and they're being sued by everybody apparently. Uh, so, uh, first up, sixteen-year-old, uh, uh, this kid, I, I've heard of this kid around E three time for the first time, uh, but I didn't, uh, I didn't really know anything about him. But uh, he's called the Backpack Kid. Uh, okay. He's suing Epic Games for his move, the floss, which I didn't know. I always thought it was like a, a like Fortnite created this dance. Um, that stupid, like, little arm, stupid thing. I don't know. It's a dumb dance. Uh, but it's the emote in the game for Fortnite. Um, mm-hmm. it, it, they put it in Season 2 of the Battle, the battle Pass. Um, so players can't even actually purchase the move anymore. Hasn't been able, people haven't been able to purchase, purchase it since the beginning of the year. Um, but he is now, uh, he is now suing, uh, uh, like I said, Epic Games. Uh, well, his mom is actually suing him on behalf of, uh, him. And he's also yeah. suing uh, Take Two for uh, using the dance in the NBA 2K games. Uh, <laughs> it... Okay, 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 okay. It's just the thought, you know, like a 16 year old is going through trying to sue like a couple of like different companies. You know, it's kind of interesting. Yeah, um, and I guess a few months ago, someone asked him about it, and he said he thought it was kind of cool. That was in Fortnite. And like I said, I I didn't I don't I don't. I'm not really in pop culture stuff all that much, uh, but I, I didn't know who this guy, this kid was, and I always assumed it was actually like a Fortnite dance. It's the most popular yeah. dance in like America. Like every like ninety percent of our touchdown celebrations of football this season have been uh, this dance. So, yep. um, and then also Alfonso uh, Ribeiros, I believe is how you pronounce it. He's Carlton from Yeah Fresh Prince of Bel Air. He is also suing Fortnite for the. Uh, the, the Carlton dance. The Carlton dance uh, from the, uh, <laughs> it's like I said, the sitcom, uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Um, and I guess they did it, they didn't ask for permission. Uh, he's also done the same thing. He is suing uh, 2K Games because they had the dance in NBA 2K. Um, Scrubs actor Donald uh, Fiazon uh, is uh, also suing uh, Fortnite for his poison dance. Uh, I had no idea what this is. Uh, and there's also a, some, a couple of emotes. But the uh, Scrubs creator, uh, Bill Lawrence, said that that someone from Epic did reach out to him and ask uh, about using about using the dance. So I don't know about what's going on with that. And then the rapper 2 Millie, no fucking clue who this is, uh, is also suing for a dance called the Millie Rock. Uh, and he's, you know, same thing, selling it for 
um, or suing for, you know, to, to, for his dance for doing it without permission. Um, so basically, four pe- people are suing for essentially the same thing. Um, what are, I don't know. Like, we're not lawyers, cables. Spoiler alert for people out there. Uh, but what, are, what I don't know. What are your thoughts on pretty much everything going on with all these lawsuits all of a sudden for this? It just leads me up to a question of, is a dance trademarked at this point in time? Because at this point, it's like, I'm just thinking to myself, you have four separate cases where somebody is, like, suing Epic Games upon specific dances that are appealing, appearing inside of its game. At least half of them were actually asked, you know, Epic went forth and asked permission to use these particular dances and stuff. But at the same point, I kind of feel like I'm in the where they may try to settle for some of these cases and stuff, but I don't, I don't really like, uh, just, I don't really see how some of these guys are going to be like, you know, winning these core cases and stuff for these particular dances. Cause I personally don't know. It's definitely going to be case by case in terms of like whether or not these trademark issues are there. But in the case of that 16 year old kid and stuff like that's that uh, his mom is suing upon his like behalf and stuff. Yeah, his dance pretty much became synonymous with like one of the most popular dances inside Fortnite, but at the same time it's like he created this dance, they looked looked at this dance and stuff like that, but uh honestly, I don't personally think he's going to be seeing much of anything in terms of like compensation for that stuff. And it's only because it was a dance that he they took pretty much as inspiration to put some of the characters and they just happened to get popular inside that game. Now, in terms of, like, say, the the Carlton dance and, like, the rapper's dance and stuff like that, you know, if it's done by somebody popular, yeah, it's gonna be emulated and stuff and certain pop culture stuff. And Fortnite, obviously, right now, is the biggest pop culture video game that's out there over the past couple of years. But... It just basically makes me feel like that everybody now wants to get a piece of the pie, mm-hmm. sort of say. Their dances are starting to become well-known because of this one majorly Great. popular... Now the Jeffersons are going to sue us for saying piece of the pie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, that's just the... It's just one of those typical things that happen when something becomes so popular that... People are going to see little things that they feel like resembles what they do, and they're going to try to sue the company for something, you know? Some, obviously, a lot more warranted than not. I mean, I'm just thinking about the the whole Carlton dance stuff, and yeah, I could see where he could potentially just say, oh, hey, you know what, this has been my dance, blah, 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 for so many years and stuff because of what he did in the the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, and everybody knows that's the Carlton dance from the Prince, Prince of Bel-Air, unless you're under the age of freaking eight, you know, you're 18 or younger. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, at the end of the day, I feel that some of these cases are going to be worth like, uh, settling out of court, but I think half of them are just going to be, like, thrown out, personally. Excuse me. Well, anyway. But, Anyway, what do you think about all this, Tyler? Um, I think it's all dumb. Um, Agreed. Obviously, not a lawyer. Um, but, you know, I think the, the backpack kid guy, whatever, doesn't really help himself by, you know, a few months ago he was okay with it. He thought it was cool. Uh, now all of a sudden he's suing for it because after 
Um, and he was the fourth one of these these four. So the last one of the four to file a lawsuit, his mom was anyways. So that's what I think what, personally, when it comes to that, you know, it's I think it's more or less that uh, he was probably told by his mom or something like that, or he just happened one day is that oh hey maybe i can get money for the dance blah 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 and so on and so forth you know and just that's probably a last ditch thing yeah that's what it sounds like anyway yeah i i think that's what it is um the the i'm just gonna call the guy carlton because that's who he is to me uh but uh (laughs) it's like obviously you can you can own the rights to a dance you can't uh right do these guys own the rights do any of these four guys own the rights to these dances um, if you do, you can't retroactively go back and sue people for stuff in the past. You can only sue in the in the future. Um, but this one bothers me the most, the Carlton one does. Because the Carlton dance has been in several games for years now. Yep. Like, I can remember in Saints Row 3 in like 2010 yep. or 11, that was a, a dance you could do in the game. Uh, Destiny yep. had it four years ago. Uh, or yep. five years ago, whatever it was. <laughs> 40 years ago? Yeah. <laughs> then uh, Destiny 2 had it. Uh, Fortnite had it. I mean, there, it's every game that is somewhat goofy or whatever, like has emotes, has the Carlton dance in it. Like, it's been, it's been in several games. I'm sure a lot of other games that I haven't played have the dance as well. Uh, this is just obviously, this has gone past just normal, the gaming culture. Fortnite is obviously a phenomenon in the world. So it's going to stand out a little bit more. But this dance has been in there for over a year. And now yep. we're going to sue? It's just ridiculous. Uh, the Riviera guy, whatever. Um, or not Riviera, that's that's Carlton, I'm sorry. Uh, the Donald Fiezon guy, whoever. I don't I don't watch Scrubs. But the dance and then the rapper. Uh, same thing. I don't I mean, they. I don't know. They, they could have other games, I don't know, been in there. But uh, I, I think all four of these... Will be settled out of court. I don't see these guys yeah. going on very long. I think it's like, all right, here's some cash. Uh, Epic is making money hand over fist. Here's some money for it. They're not even selling these anymore. So it's like, here's some profits for these dances that we did. Um, but yeah, I think this will be a. Uh, I think it's all dumb bullshit to me, but I think this will move on fairly quickly. Yeah. Uh, but keeping with lawsuits for five hundred. Uh, Nintendo is suing uh, Soulja Boy. Uh, I, I don't. I can't really say Soul. I can't get the L in there without Soulja Boy. Yeah, I didn't realize there was an L in there. I thought it was a Soulja Boy, and then I'm like, oh, there's an L in there. Oh, Soulja Boy. Got it now. Till today. Um, so I remember this like uh, this going on a few months ago. He announced that he's going to release his own video game consoles. Uh, yep. But now they're out there, or they've gone out. I don't know how long they've been out for, but. Uh, this kind of popped up over the last like 24 hours or so, but Nintendo, uh, uh kind of became a bigger thing in the last 24 hours or so because Nintendo, uh, is gonna sue Soldier Boy, uh, for releasing, uh, basically some. He said he's releasing his own gaming systems, which one's like a handheld that looks just like a, uh, kind of like a Switch, but the, uh, um, the, there's no like Joy Cons on it, like the, the, there, it's just all one big thing. Uh, maybe actually like a longer, like a, a longer, uh, uh, 2DS maybe, better way to put it. And then he's releasing a, a console that looks like a very small, uh, Xbox One. Uh, but these are game, these are not like consoles you could buy games for. They are actually, uh, ROM games that you could buy at the mall for, that you can, like you see all the time at like Walgreens or the mall or whatever. 
for 30 40 bucks um so he he released these um and he's selling them for 200 dollars. by the way uh which i thought was really funny is excuse me but i'm not i'm not gonna give the the people that are making this i'm not gonna give out their name because uh, they don't deserve it but what's funny is people went online and like looked up the the price of this and it's literally like they're the people that are making the soldier boy consoles that are manufacturing them um are literally selling the exact same thing but the the console looks slightly different for half the price so soldier boys one versions are like 200 bucks the 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 ones they made without the soldier boy name on it you can you can find nowadays for like 75 80 bucks um and there is like the they're like the 800 and 800 games in one package type of thing and they have like game boy games game Boy color playstation one whatever a bunch of like old games on it um and from what i what i what i found online about it they are very 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 badly made uh emulators of these games uh screen tearing is terrible they play terribly the uh the the console or the uh controller that comes with it um, or like knockoff of the knockoff of the knockoff type of controllers, like super dirt cheap shit. Um, so he's being sued. There's he's, he can potentially face up to twenty years in prison. I doubt he's gonna. That's gonna any of that's gonna happen. Um, but uh, like I said, he got this. He got this letter from Nintendo. To now he's being sued for it. Um, so I don't know. This is just a this is just a crazy thing, Gables. Um, you 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 tweeted me about. I didn't even know about this until you. Uh, I, yeah, I, I heard, yeah, I heard yeah. a little bit about, about it, but I didn't know about the Nintendo suing him part uh, until today. So why don't you go jump in a little bit more? So I've been keeping my eye on this for the past couple of weeks because I think potentially this is more than likely one of the biggest attempts of a scam inside the gaming industry that's happened in quite a long while. Now the whole thing about Soldier Boy. The whole thing about Soldier Boy is he says that he's an avid gamer. He says he does this and that and stuff like that. And yes, there was news a while ago where he was coming out with like his own gaming consoles, his own things. Currently, he has four separate gaming consoles. One that's available upon the actual manufacturer's site, and the other that's like basically around the same type of consoles you could see like available on Amazon. But. Obviously, the ones on the website that he's endorsing are a lot more expensive. The one phase console that he has is like it's more expensive than a PS4. Now, bar none, man. It's like his phase console is more modeled after a PS4. They have that cheap knockoff that looks like an Xbox One S. There's even one that looks like a fucking Game Boy. Now, here's the thing. What started off is him trying to like uh, go forth and release his old gaming systems and stuff like that. Basically, what he's doing is he's getting a whole bunch of ROMs that are on the internet. He has touted that these consoles have 800 plus games, right? But here's the problem. Most of these games are illegal content that he's downloaded online and has went through for this manufacturing stuff. Now, here's the thing. The company that he has aligned himself with has different types of like Chinese knockoff stuff that we have had, like, at least a couple of years ago. And the thing is, you remember what I was saying about the same type of consoles being sellable, like, say, on Amazon? Yeah. Well, yeah, they're also cheaper on Amazon, too. 
<laughs> like about 99 or some bucks in comparison to say like 100 200 and something that he's that soldier boy is trying to charge on his websites now on top of that and i didn't know this at the time but soldier boy actually has third party like uh like endorsements and stuff like that by developers like ubisoft and like some bits of indie developers too because of his like his like appearances and other like e3s in the years past I didn't know that, but those companies are like probably one of the more legit things that are on this system storefront. But what's not is just the available of games that you can actually play on this system that's built in. Like, for instance, NES games, Super Nintendo games, Game Boy Advance, N64. There's even PS1 emulated games on this thing. And what's kind of hilariously like funny about that is it actually does run better on his system more so than the PlayStation Classic. Shots fired. <laughs> anyway... Now this has sort of become from illegal territory to almost like downright come and get me sort of approach by this man. Because in the past 24 hours, in fact earlier on this morning, Soldier Boy went on a Twitter rampage. Blaming Nintendo, just like ripping into Nintendo, ripping into YouTubers that have went through... Went through it actually like just delved into his system, you know, see what's in there, what's that. And quintessentially... Quintessentially... No, you do not want to buy any of these consoles because they are the cheapest of cheap bullshit type of quality that you can possibly get for this stuff. The games run like crap. The whole software and like freaking like hardware stuff runs like crap. They're basically more or less have the same type of specs as certain tablets that are inside these consoles. But what I see potentially that's going to happen here is I could potentially see him getting jail time because, for one, a company like Nintendo that's notorious for, like, even going through, like, companies that are, or even, like, certain services that have little bits of, like, say, content that they could file for, like, ID claims or something like that in the past. This is, like, an entirely different level in and of itself here. We're talking, like, a full-on rapper here releasing his own game systems and stuff right here and just selling bootlegged copies of games that he obviously did not get permission to from the actual developers themselves, from Nintendo, to actually have on his device, and he's selling them. He is selling them at his cost. But what's kind of funny is he possibly could potentially get out of, like, future lawsuit stuff from the companies because, for one, the consoles that people have bought from him, he has not shipped off any of them yet. How shady is this? For the people who have gone through and actually purchased these systems, and be perfectly honest with you, why the hell are you purchasing knockoff systems or something like that where you can easily get a fucking PS4 or an Xbox One or a Switch that's cheaper than that crap? But... Ran aside, he hasn't technically shipped off any of these consoles to people who have bought them yet. So this could be, like, something that could be potentially, like, a legal sort of, like, miasma of, like, freaking, like, like, shit. Quintessentially, this is probably one of the biggest logs of shit that, <laughs> that the gaming industry has faced in quite a long while in terms of legal litigation from, like, one person. I mean... We've gone through, like, new stuff before in the gaming industry like, the past couple years and stuff of, like, say, sites, like, like uploading, like, illegal ROMs or, like, people hacking this or hacking that and stuff. Like, the whole Geohot thing with the PS3 or, like, people cracking open the Sega Saturn, this and that and this and that. But this is actually something different where an actual celebrity wants to go through and steal 
profit from an actual gaming company. But the thing is, this dude is so dumb inside of his approach with what he wants to go forth and do that he's literally challenging one of the most powerful companies inside the gaming industry to do something about it. I mean, this dude, I know he's this famous rapper that he went forth and he had this these various hits like 10 years ago, apparently. Hell, I don't listen to Soldier Boy. I don't know. I don't know his music, nor do I care at this point. But at this time, it's like, you're doing all this crap, and you know for a fact all this shit's illegal. So, you ain't getting away scot-free. I don't care who you are, man. It's like, you're trying to chase after something like something like a major company. Let's say, for example, let's say like I or something try to get concert or something from Disney or something like that and try to sell it off as like my own. You bet that not even within the next like 24 hours after me trying to do that, I'm going to be getting a cease and desist order from either Disney or, who knows, probably having freaking Mickey Mouse knock on my door and just beat me up. Who knows? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, it's like, this shit's crazy. This is definitely one of the most bizarre gaming stories of this year, and quite possibly could serve as potentially maybe the end of Soldier Boy, because he could possibly get jail time for this stuff. And I'm just fascinated to see where this goes next. But uh, what were your thoughts, um, though, Tyler? <laughs> I would argue the end of Soldier Boy was like 15 years ago, but um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, like I said, I'm not a lawyer. I just play one on the podcast. Um, <laughs> but I, I feel like the same thing is going to happen, like with the Fortnite stuff, where there's probably going to be like a cease and desist. We're gonna, they're going to stop. Uh, if he's smart, I'm sure. Um, once he talks to his lawyers, like you don't have a case here. Um, so I think at that point they'll uh, he'll he'll lay off and things will change. Um, but uh, like I said, wait and see. Like I said, not a lawyer, just one well, on the podcast. Well, I'll just say this right now. It's like, this dude is literally gloating, like, on Twitter and stuff that uh, he's made so much money or something like that from selling these consoles. And to the extent we're, you know, baiting pretty much companies to try to do legal ramifications against him. Yeah. That he is definitely going to get something taken out. Oh, that's for sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure, you know, he's not helping his case. I'm sure if... if Sega and Sony want to jump in. They more they they could right now too. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised. Well, I'll tell you what, Tyler. You sh- you should try searching out his tweets and actually reading them for yourself, and you'll get a better understanding how this is kind of spiraled down into like a cesspool. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I I've uh, I, I saw a couple when I was reading articles about it. Uh, ah. his reactions. I haven't read them per- all of them, but I, I just saw a couple of them. But uh, yeah, I guess we'll have to wait and see. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I'll crank that boy. Um, moving on. This is kind of a quick thing. Uh, not really a lot to say about this, but you know we were kind of talking about Celeste earlier. Kind of a yeah. just all kind of this out happened a couple of days ago. But uh, Matt makes games, which is the uh, guys that created uh, Celeste, announced that they had reached five hundred thousand copies sold. Which yeah, wow. I'm admittedly a little bummed out to hear that. You know, I was hoping they'd sell a lot more than that. But anyways, it's good. It's still really good for a uh, indie game. Um, but to celebrate the fact they sold five hundred thousand copies. Uh, there'll be new levels added for free in early 2019 nice. and they will be tough is what he said. So, um, no, like I said, not a lot to add on to that. It's cool to see that, uh, Hey, we're so, you know, celebrating, um, you know, hitting this big milestone with the free, uh, up for the free update next year, uh, more than a year, uh, after the game came out. 
Um, but moving on to our last topic of the show, MPDs for November, one of my nice. favorite things of the month. Uh, so bef- before we get into our top 20 list, um, the last month, November, was the first time ever that uh, Microsoft, Sony, and Nintendo's consoles all sold over a million a million apiece in the same month. Wow. So, yeah. Uh, just when we thought console gaming was dead. Uh, well, you know, here they are so doing the best they've ever done um, individually. So that's cool to hear. But moving on to our t- top 20 list here. I'm going to start from the bottom. And then we'll go for number one. Um, so number 20, Forza Horizon 4, 19. About to, about to fall out, Gables. We keep talking. Every month we talk about when's it going to happen. I think it's, I think we're about a month away from I think next month it won't be in there. GTA 5, number 19. Holy crap, it's so low. Yeah, so uh, it's been in the top 10, I think, every month up until uh, last month. I think it was the first time it dropped out of the top 10. Dude, dude, it's been on that list consistently for like five years mm-hmm. since its launch. Yeah, and I, I think it's finally done. Uh, but quit run. Uh, 18, Just Dance 2019. 17, Shadow of the Tomb Raider. 16, God of War. 15, WWE 2K19. 14, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. 13, Marvel Spider-Man. 12, Mario Party. 11, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. 10, FIFA 19. 9, Spyro Reunited Trilogy. 8, nice. Madden NFL 19. Seven NBA two K nineteen six Pokemon Let's Go Eevee five Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu four Fallout seventy six three Battlefield three two Call of Duty Black Ops four and one to no nobody's surprise Red Dead Redemption two. Um, just looking at that list, Gable. Anything kind of uh, stick out to you on that? Well, let's see. Let's see. Obviously, the Grand Theft Auto five stuff just like dropping down like periodically. That is definitely. An interesting thing seeing, but then again, since it's funny, it takes another like uh, Rockstar Games yeah. made game to just basically knock out the other Rockstar game. Yeah, <laughs> that had to kill itself. Well, let's see. One of the other surprises I see is WB2K19, but uh, being inside the top 20, but that's mostly due because of the sales that game has. I mean, currently you can get it for like $30, like half off its initial price. And it has been that way for like almost a month now since Black Friday. Fallout 76, oh god. It is so high on these MPD ratings. And people are just absolutely just railing on that game. And for good reason too, because that mm. launch was very rough. Let's see, other surprises. Well, to be perfectly honest with you, I'm kind of, I'm kind of impressed that... Uh, the Spyro Reignited Trilogy is, like, doing so well in terms of its release month, you know? I mean, I knew people loved playing the Spyro games, but it looks like they really have, like, uh, had a major success in and of this remastered game trilogy, you know? Yeah. Um, I remember when uh, Crash came out uh, last year, it was, like, number one for, like, two months in a row, but that was summertime when there wasn't really a lot going on. Um, right. See, that game come out, you know, when it, when it was supposed to come out in September... Uh, I remember everybody was like, "Oh, September's a crazy month. There's a lot going on." There wasn't, uh, yeah, it's, we had Spider-Man, Shadow, uh, Shadow Tomb Raider, Destiny expansion, blah blah. blah. Um, yeah. But see, it come out in November with all the big boys, and still do really well. Uh, is is cool to see. Um, other than, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Like I was just saying. Other than that, though, the, everything else just feels kind of standard. I mean, you got a lot of the sports games that sell good, like FIFA, like. 
Madden and stuff. Then you have the major sellers, God of War, and uh, Red Dead Redemption 2, so that's no surprise. So everything else, those were like the two, those are like the few major games that I thought were pretty surprising, you know? Yeah, um, yeah, I agree. And, you know, Red Dead Redemption 2 being number one this month, I think, shocked nobody. I think it, a lot of people were kind of shocked. Uh, Black Ops 4 was number one last month, but that was just because it had, yeah. had two weeks had had two weeks additional in the month to get those numbers. Um, but to see it and still selling strong, yeah. And I actually uh, forgot to mention this. I did pick up a copy of Black Ops 4 uh, for PS4. Oh. It was it was twenty five bucks. So I'm like, ah, what, not bad. Hell not. Yeah. So I picked it up. Um, one one big thing I'm shocked about um, is Battlefield 5 being number three. Um, yeah, it, it felt like a game that just kind of came out <laughs> and. That was it, because uh, I heard a little bit of buzz. Like the first, like the first couple of days it was out, and then it's just like I've heard nothing since. Like even people in the community. I'll tell you to. what, I didn't even, I wasn't even aware that game even released because I didn't hardly hear anything in regards to this game releasing. That's even like looking upon things like on YouTube and stuff. I didn't see like any major YouTubers like really wanting to play this game or like this and that. I didn't hear any hearsay from, like, the people around town or even see this game, like, remarkably anywhere when it was released. So it's like, EA didn't really do a good job at advertising that game. No, <laughs> no, I think the the thing that hurt it, though, was um, Blackout for Black Ops 4. And then they announced they announced their, their Battle Royale mode first, but then they said that it's not going to be ready until uh, next year. So I think that really hurt oh, it. Oh, boy. Um, but still seeing number three, I guess, is good for them. Uh, but it's been like thirty bucks everywhere since Thanksgiving. Like literally wow. the week it came out, like the week after it came out, it was already forty bucks. And ever since then, I've seen it for thirty bucks. It's still thirty bucks right now. Uh, I've been kind of interested in picking it up, but uh, at thirty bucks, and right now I got plenty of other games over. I'd rather be playing. Uh, but that's never a good sign when a game releases and all of a sudden the very next week there's a sale on it. Yeah, I mean it did come out for Black the week before Black Friday and Thanksgiving, but still, yeah, the seat that dropped that below that fast is, is says something. But you know, speaking of Fallout seventy six, same way I've seen that game consistently for forty bucks or less uh, since like probably week two since it's been out. And like I said, it, I think I've seen that game Fallout seventy six be available as low as twenty five dollars. Oh actually. wow, okay. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mean that game has been railed more than any other game this year, uh, any other game in a while. Probably since Star, Star Wars Battlefront Two last year. Uh, I haven't seen any type of like uh, backlash from this game comparable since like No Man's Sky, almost. You know? Oh yeah, that's that was, that's a bad one too. Yeah. Uh, hopefully they could turn around like No Man's Sky did, but uh, yeah. yeah, I mean it seems like it's well deserved. Uh, the the backlash that game was getting, um, and you know I, I like the Fallout games, but. I, yeah, I, I, I think a lot of people saw this coming. I don't think we saw it coming this bad, but I don't think anybody no. shocked. Like um, everybody knows how broken their offline games are. It's no surprise that they're online. Oh, no games shit. Broken. Um, <laughs> see Pokemon. Let's go Pikachu and Eevee at number five and six. Cool. I'd like to see if those they combine those numbers together. Where it'd be at. I really feel like it'd be number three uh, this uh, for last month if it did. Um, Easily, yeah, yeah. Uh, but that's great to see. Uh, I think they said this is like. The biggest launch week for a Pokemon game since the uh, Pokemon Stadium came out in '64 in like what was it? Wow! So pretty big month. Um, you know, like I said, Spyro uh, being at number nine is cool. Um, you know, I think like I said, the rest of it's pretty much where we expected to see it. Um, I've got a little bummed to see Assassin's Creed Odyssey drop to 11 so quickly. 
Um, but it makes sense with what you look at the, the titles out there ahead of it. Uh, it kind of makes sense outside the Spyro thing, but it first month out. Um, but yeah, I don't know. A pretty cool month. Pretty solid, solid list there of games. I'm curious to see where Smash lands uh, for December when we see that about this time next month. So that should be pretty fun. But uh, Gables, I think that's going to wrap up the show for the week. Um, yep. Just a heads up to everybody. We kind of, we've already kind of touched upon it, but uh, the next few weeks are going to be kind of different. Um, if a lot goes on through the course of the week, which we doubt because it's Christmas, so pretty much everybody's on break uh, in the business. Um, but if a lot of stuff goes on, we'll do a normal show. If not, next week will be our first of, of at least three podcasts of going over our game of the year stu- stuff uh, next month or next week is going to be uh, is planned to be um, it's going to be like most disappointing uh, biggest impact uh, um, I'm, I'm a total brain fart here let me scroll down to my list here uh, pile of shameless <laughs> most disappointing favorite gaming moments worst gaming moments most anticipated for next year uh, and I, one I, I added for this this list here uh, best remake because there were so many remakes and remasters. This That's year. a good category. Yeah, I thought that'd be kind of a fun one because uh, the first half of the year was riddled with uh, not not so much in a bad way, but it was riddled with you know a lot of uh, ports and remakes and remasters. Oh yeah. Uh, so. That's that's our, what's next week's going to look like for us, and then after that, we each individually are going to make uh, our top ten list for the 2018 um, not best games of the year, but favorite games of the year uh, for us. We don't know what the each other's lists are, so we'll, we'll be hearing those live on the air uh, with each other uh, next week. Um, those ones will be coming out the week after, so those, will, those should be split up into two parts. Um, oh yeah. But uh, once again, thank you guys for listening. If you liked the show. Uh, check us out on Twitter at Drunk Nerds Pod. Facebook, uh, we have a page and group, uh, Drunk Dash Nerds. Like and join us on there. On Twitch, actually, you know what? On Twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash Colonel Gables. Um, follow him on there, please. Send him a friend request. On YouTube, Drunk Dash Nerds. Subscribe to us on there. Give us a big uh, thumbs up. On iTunes, Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. Uh, subscribe, give us five stars, leave us a review, please. And also, we're on Spotify now. Uh, so follow us on there I believe is what you do um, download our show please um, once again guys I was host I was Tyler and I have been Colonel Gables so until next time everyone I hope you have yourself a fantastic holiday season I hope you get what you want for Christmas and if not hey man no big deal just relax for, just relax because for one you probably have the day off anyway mm-hmm. but hey there's another opportunity for you listeners you can always listen to listen to another fun-filled episode of the Drunk Dash Nerds podcast. <laughs> hey, Gable. Yeah. Too sweet. Too sweet. Bye, guys. See ya.